Hi listeners, your friendly neighborhood broadcaster Max O'Brien here with another edition of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It's day 1,545 since we came back on the air. Dr. Rosalind Clark is here with me, and Agnes Drew is hopping up and down like she has ants in her pants, but I know for a fact that she's just incredibly excited to share some news with you all today. Agnes, do you think you'll be able to sit still long enough to tell them your news? I don't know. I'm just so happy. All right, all right. Well, I could always update the listeners for you. No, no, no. I'm here. I went to tell them. (laughs) Okie dokie then. All you, kid. Listeners. You know how I get really excited anytime anyone writes in to Dear Agnes? Well, today is super special because not only did I get a Dear Agnes letter, it was a follow-up to a story that left us all in incredible suspense at the time. You as well, I'm sure. Agnes, I'm sure our listeners cared a lot at the time, but it might do to remind them of this particular story since it really has been a minute. Of course. Forgive me, friends. Let me back up a little. Most of you will likely remember the story of Vin and Din. Lavinia was a widowed survivor traveling with her two adorable rascally girls when she met Din, short for Damien, as he had informed us in this last letter. A lone traveler who had never been married or had a family. They fell in love and became a family, and it all sounded so lovely and perfect. But then disaster struck. Vin hurt her ankle as the family was escaping a horde and, because she was slowing them down, insisted that they leave her behind. Well, as you can imagine, the girls in Din were horrified by this idea, but Vin knew that she could get them all killed, and she was desperate to protect her girls. So Din barricaded her in a storage shed that only had room for one and fled with the girls to the mountains. When the horde passed, they tried to come back for her, but she was gone. There wasn't exactly any sign of a struggle, but there were definitely signs that the horde had passed through there, and, well, (laughs) you all know how they are. They break things. So the shed wasn't in the same condition anymore, and, well, Din and the girls just had no idea what had happened. We were all heartbroken by this story and really touched because Din wrote to me asking for parenting advice. He'd barely had time to be a dad before becoming a single dad, and he was worried he was screwing it all up. Remember that, Max? I do. It was pretty sweet. If memory serves, we told him that just the fact that he was reaching out to us in concern showed that he cared a lot, and that's usually the first step in being a good parent. I mean, as far as the three of us could advise him, having never been parents ourselves... Not yet. Not yet. So the last we knew, Din and the girls were going to spend all their days searching the area surrounding where the horde had passed through until they found Vin again. Or or at least found out what had happened to her. And guess what? They did. And they didn't, you know, find her as a zombie or something awful like that. They found her alive and well. Oh, I'm just so happy. She's doing her happy dance thing again, listeners. I can't help it. It's like a fairy tale ending. Okay. Are you going to tell the listeners what actually happened, Agnes? I'm too excited. You tell them. Okay, well, Din and the girls looked for weeks and weeks. Bonnie, the older daughter, really started to lose hope in particular. In this update, Din wrote us that she had started looking pretty worn and pale with worry, and he was so stressed about how not having her mother was impacting her. She tried to put on a brave face for Michelle, the little one, actually. It sounds like both sisters tried to be brave for each other. After a few weeks... 
Din was worried that the constant travel was wearing on the girls. That's how he and Vin had taken care of them, but Din worried that by himself, he wasn't providing them with everything they needed. So one night, he sat them down for a serious conversation about what to do. Wait, can I tell it again? Of course. Go for it. He sat them down for a serious conversation, and props to Din, he genuinely asked him for their advice. I think it's a smart parent who consults with and listens to their children. He told them that he really wasn't sure anymore if Lavinia had survived, and that he wanted the girls to have the best life possible. And he knew their mother would want that for them too, wherever she was. He said that if the girls wanted, they could find somewhere in a community to settle down a little more permanently, so that the girls could have a more stable home and maybe even friends. He said that he was worried that this way of life was too hard on them, and that they could come back every so often and search for Vin still, just maybe not constantly. Okay, sorry, but someone else may have to take over again. No problem, Agnes. Din said that Bonnie reached over and took his hand in just the sweetest way possible and said, Mommy would want you to be happy too. Michelle and I are all right. We like this life. We like being nomads. And we want Mommy back so much. But what do you want? Din was silent for a long time. And then suddenly, little Michelle piped up. She said, I want to keep looking for Mommy. She would keep looking for us. Please? Din laughed at how cute it was and said, Of course, girls, you're right. She would keep looking for us forever, if that's how long it took. Okay, I'm all right again. Well, I don't know if the three of them conjured up some kind of magic blessing spell, but two days later, they were out in the woods when they came upon a little lean-to in a beautiful grove of trees. No one was inside, but when they wandered up and peeked in, they saw Vin's ragged, worn-through sweater draped across a stump. They started calling out for her, and suddenly they heard a voice from up above. Vin was high up in a tree with some binoculars she had scavenged, scanning as far as the eye could see for her family. Apparently she had been doing this every single day since the horde passed, all day long, just just looking for her family. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what is with me today. It's okay, Agnes. Everyone has been through a lot. Emotions can come in waves as they need to. Vin looked for her family every day and stayed in one place to increase the likelihood that they would find each other. Even when her ankles started to heal up and she was tempted to start wandering to look for them, or even when she might have been safer somewhere else. It was, statistically speaking, a very smart thing to do. Very like you to appreciate her scientific technique, Dr. Clark. Well, there are a lot of different ways to show love. Smart science can be one of them. Constant vigilance can be another. And they found each other. Can you believe that? It isn't a small area or an easy-to-navigate section of woods by the sounds of it. Vin had to climb a tree with an injured ankle, but she did it. And they still found each other. As though they were meant to. Din says that the exuberance and pure bliss when the four of them could hug again was... Well, indescribable. He says none of them have let go of each other for more than a few minutes since they were reunited. Which, he says, is making the chores difficult. (laughs) But I don't think any of them care about that right now. And now they're going to find a hybrid way of life. Something between their old life and what could be a little safer. 
They say they still like adventure and meeting new people, so they'll still be on the road a lot of the time. But they're also going to put down some roots in a community and just have a base to come back to when they want to. They haven't decided which one yet, but I imagine that we'll get an update on that eventually, too. Well, listeners, now you know what's been making me feel lighter than air all day. You see, dreams do come true. Life is still beautiful, even in all of this chaos. And the ones you love matter more than anything else in the world. And on that note, this has been Max O'Brien, Agnes Drew, and Dr. Rosalind Clark for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.